Hello, friends, and welcome to Coach Cuts Corner. Streaming bright from Michigan's capital city, this podcast is dedicated to helping you better understand the who, the what, and the why of mental performance, personal growth, and Lansing Stars baseball. Coach Cuts Corner, brought to you by iWash. In collaboration with Lansing Community College. And now here's your host, Stephen Cutter. Welcome back or welcome to Coach Cuts Podcast. I'm Stephen Cutter and today I'm joined in studio by Hayden Modaff. Coach Modaff is an assistant coach and our recording coordinator here. I'm also joined in studio by Chris Heggie, sophomore shortstop for the Stars and Division I commit. Welcome to the show, fellas. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. So uh, let's get started a little bit. Let's talk about where you've come from, Chris. Yeah, so I'm from uh, Lake Orion, Michigan, 40 minutes uh, from Detroit. Did you have a, uh, a really good high school team? Uh, we had a decent high school team. We were a team that would constantly win our league, but we would struggle in playoffs. Coach Modaf, kind of wanted to talk to you because we're in about the middle of the Stars season right now. The mm-hmm. Stars are ranked anywhere from number three in the country to number six in the country, and though rankings are just nothing more than rankings in April, they're certainly in in beginning to become more important. The Stars have played quite a few games. You know, if you looked at teams throughout the country that are in warmer weather climates, they certainly got a lot of games in long before we did. We were on a spring trip and, mm-hmm. you know, we were playing teams that had 15 to 20 games in. And now we're playing anywhere from six to eight games a week. And yeah. uh, the Stars are on a 20 game winning streak. And kind of what's been your impressions of the season so far as the Stars come in at 23 and five currently? Yeah, it's been a lot of fun to watch. Uh, I think even when we were down in Mississippi and we took our lumps uh, in a couple games, uh, there were kind of growth moments and and viewing it from kind of the process, process-based outcomes, stuff like that. It really put things into perspective. And, and you know, one of the things is is our offense is, is a ton of fun to watch this year. It was a lot of fun to watch last year too, but this year it's kind of at a different level. And then, you know, when you look at the pitching side of things, it's maybe even more fun to watch our pitchers and what they're doing with, you know, we've got Hunter Shaw. He's, he's a freshman that, you know, he's only allowed one run in 26 innings now. It's it's wild what, what they're doing. I think we're at six shutouts already so far this year. Um, and, and gosh, I mean, would we have maybe one or two last year, something like that? It's kind of a whole team effort. And and our defense is, you know, ranked, you know, 10th in the country right now in efficiency. So it's success it's, leaves clues for sure. You know, the offense is third and right around third in the country in mm-hmm. offense. So success really leaves clues. And there's a lot of clues to be to be left with the stars. It's It's been a good start to the season. The weather has not been great at all. No. You know, Chris, do you enjoy playing in cold weather? I've, I've seen you. It looks like you basically have a snowmobile suit on at times when you're out there playing. Do you feel like that affects how you move and and, and then sometimes how you play? I can definitely see that getting in the way. Um, I'm definitely someone who does not enjoy the cold at all. So I'm someone who has three layers on underneath my jersey and then maybe even more if I need it. Yeah. So I do find that sometimes getting in the way when you tighten up during the game. I mean, it's cold. So during the start of the game, you're usually pretty fine. But it gets towards that third, fourth inning and that cold really starts to 
set in and you kind of mm-hmm. stiffen up and yeah, with and your you, undershirt stiff you're using metal bats and 100%. you know you don't get one off the barrel you certainly feel it more and it's it's definitely challenging but i think it you know iron sharpens iron a little bit and it makes you a little bit stronger and you know one of the things um, we'll talk about mental performance a little bit today but one of the things that you know we're constantly talking about and thinking about is you know everybody's got to deal with it you know it's mm-hmm. it, the other the other team has to deal with it too you know the announcers have to deal with it the the umpires have to deal with it and the coaches have to deal with it you know yeah. i'm i'm a solid three layer guy too and and usually it's not enough i'm <laughs> usually fairly cold so i'm trying to come up with ways in the dugout to generate some heat you know whether it's uh, artificial heaters or whatever we need to do but the energy in our dugout is super special yeah. and and you know that's that that helps for sure but uh, you know we we're starting to get into some warmer weather and with the warmer weather you typically get rain and we in the Lansing area we had a lot of rain and we just went through something that was you know pretty pivotal in our program and our field flooded and caused a lot of damage and it was we've had to reschedule home games and and we've you know found a way to be able to do that and teams have been pretty accommodating with those scheduling but you know, I, I noticed that you've got a Band-Aid on your thumb. And, and do you want to talk about, you know, what's going on over there with the uh, Band-Aid? Yeah, so we had to brush off and rake off a ton of dirt out of the out, outfield yesterday. And uh, yeah. there was the, the warning track the, washed out and correct. basically uh, washed into our outfield. And so we had kind of commandeered the uh the baseball players to get the the dirt off, and so you're one of them, and and so that's a blister you got going on over there. Yeah, no, you know, just a little adversity. It's some stuff okay. we like in the stars. We okay. love it day to day. Yeah, day to day, ten day. So, you know, we dealt with the, our field. We've dealt with cold weather. We've, you know, we've dealt with different things. Mo, you touched on. You know, we had some adversity. We we were playing the number one team in the country earlier in the season. I think it was, you know, w- within five game, our first five games, and yeah. we get walked off in the final inning, and you know, it's just some crazy stuff has happened to this team, yeah. and yet here we are. We're looking at you know seven weeks in or whatever it is, and. You know, we're, we're top five in the country. Uh, we've got a 20-game winning streak going. Is, it, is, to you guys, is that more success leaves clues? Or, you know, what's going on with the program? And, and kind of, you know, how are the, especially for you, Chris, how, how's the team handling, you know, winning 20 games in a row? Because baseball is a very superstitious sport. Do you have anything that you're doing the same to keep the streak going? Or are you not even thinking about it at all? Uh, it's definitely in the back of my mind, but it's not something that's a huge focus for me, definitely. It's just taking it day by day and staying in the same routine because the same routine is what's getting us the results. So nothing needs to change. So just keeping it day by day. So talking about b- baseball being superstitious, and we often talk about mental performance on the show, what are some of the things in the game that you're constantly seeing that's uh, very superstitious based f- with baseball players? Uh, definitely seeing stuff like in the box. Uh, we have started doing stuff with the left f- left field foul pole and the right field foul pole, which has been huge for us. And I would even say for me, too, um, I've used it almost. I mean, I've used it every at bat. So, I mean, having that with us to have a routine when you're in bat and to keep the mind calm is huge for hitters. Huge. Do, you, do you step on the lines? I do not. Never step on the lines. I always try to jump over them. What about you, Mo? No. 
No, I never do. Really? Yeah. I, I do. I'm not afraid of the lines. I'll step on them. No big deal. Okay, what other superstitions do baseball players have? Uh, I would say some superstitions we have is with our gloves. Um, I write some stuff in my glove that I love to look at. Keeps me mentally intact and everything. Is that always changing or is there, you know, one specific or one or two specific things that you have written in your glove? There's there's two words that I like to say. It's uh, stay loose. Uh, I find myself (laughs) in the field, especially uh, having a fast mind and speeding things up when I just need to stay loose and trust the process and do what I do. And do you carry your glove in, in your bag? I do not. It okay. always stays in my hand, never goes in my bag, so it gets, doesn't get smushed. So that's taboo to put your glove in your bag? Very much, I okay. would say so. Unless you have, there are some baseball bags that have a glove department. Okay. So you could let that one slide. Okay. What about you, Mo? Uh, I think Bobby Cavan wore the same undershirt every single practice last year. Okay. Don't know if that was superstition or just uh, poor just, uh, hygiene habits. Just didn't want to wash them. It might have been poor hygiene. Yeah. We love Bob, and he's uh, doing well now at uh, Madonna. Let's talk a little bit about our core values in our in our program. We we have three core values: uncommon, selfless, and excellence. And we talk about those daily. It's not just words that go on a wall or a T-shirt, but we talk about you know being uncommon, being selfless, and showing excellence in everything that we do, whether it's in the classroom, in the community, which we'll touch on here in a little bit or in our normal everyday lives. How do you see that's kind of transformed our program, Mo? Yeah, I think, you know, just from, I remember when we walked in to the first meeting we had this this year in August and we were looking around and you looked at me and you said, gosh, we, we have a lot of freshmen and you can tell. And I was like, yeah, yeah. So I was, I was a little, Absolutely. Taken aback by that where, okay, we've got a long way to go. And there are points this fall when we were driving around and playing games and giving up giant innings and scoring giant innings and all that. We're kind of riding this roller coaster where you're like, all right, we've got around into form, all this, the doubt starts creeping in, the, the nervousness and all that. But then, then you fall back on really what the core values are. And when you've got stuff that is clearly dis- defined like what ours are, and you've got uh, the imagery of it and you've got the process involved in, in getting them there. It, it becomes not easy. It's never easy, but it becomes a little bit more assured. And it's something you can go to sleep at night and, and sleep comfortably where you're like, it's coming and it'll get there. You just trust with it and, and hold yourself accountable. And I think we're super intentional about what Mm -hmm. we do and we define things as much as we possibly can. And we understand that, you know, it's more than just saying trust the process that you've you've got to be really intentional with what processes you have, because if you're doing the wrong processes, you can trust those all you want, but you're not going to get the the results that you hope to get at the end of the, the rainbow kind of deal. You know, you talked about how in August, we had we felt like we had a lot of freshmen mm-hmm. and they had a long way to go. Chris, can you touch on that a little bit? The difference between, say, August last year when you were a freshman, you were straight out of high school, and then this year in, in August when you come in and you have, you'd played summer ball, you'd, you'd done a lot of training, you, you were on a team that went to the College World Series, you were the starting shortstop last year. You know, you had a really good season. So you had that experience and you had 
you know, actually a lot more experienced than regular college athletes, because if you can get to the college world series, that experience alone is so, so valuable. But can you talk about the differences when you walked in first as a freshman and then where you're at right now? Yeah, I could say the difference between then and now is night and day. Um, the mental performance training that I've had is, has been awesome. I've, when I first got here, I was a kid who was all mental. Everything was up in my head. I, everything came from here. So having the ability to train with mental performance was huge for me in order to uh, unlock my mental performance and really use it for an advantage in baseball because, I mean, baseball is a huge mental sport, huge. Mm, so being able to focus on that more, which obviously earlier in my career was not a huge focus. It was all about the physical, being able to hit the ball hard. And when in reality, if you can do that, but being able to do that in game at a high percentage with your mental performance is what you need. And that's that has been huge for me. And I think you can really be honest here, but you know, when we started that last year, when we were hired and we came in, uh, were you at times like looking around wondering, you know, what's going on? Because we were, we did a lot of different things for mental performance. We weren't necessarily the team that would go out in center field and have everybody lay down and take a picture of it and put it on Twitter. You know, that, that wasn't our thing, but we did a lot of different things and we put people in really uncomfortable situations where it involved silence or, you know, just thinking without having a screen in front of your face and having that kind of stimulation. Was it a little bit weird for you at first? Oh, no doubt. I mean, the first couple of weeks, it was definitely new and it was interesting. But after the first couple of weeks, I could see what it was doing and I could see that we could, if we were all in this together and we all worked at it, that it was going to be something huge. And it ended up being something huge. We were able to get to that World Series that year. Right. A team that really uh, was not didn't have a whole lot of backups, we could say. So yeah. it was huge. Yeah. I call that a special team, and that was certainly a, a very special team, and it was special for a lot of different reasons. And I think from the coaching standpoint, from our coaching staff, really could see that the team had not bought in right away. They were still trying to feel things out. Some had bought in, some hadn't. But really, by the time we got to May last year, it was a team that mm -hmm. if we said, uh, go walk through the Red Cedar River to get to the other side and then come back out and dry your feet off and put your cleats on, let's go to practice, the whole team would have done it. And, you know, I kind of go back to some of my coaching philosophies, and I, I believe that we can get our team to do anything The the sticker to that is we just can't get you guys to do everything. So we have to be super intentional and very detailed about what we ask you guys to do. Mm -hmm. You know, we do a lot of things in the community. Once again, that is stuff that you just do not see on our social media. It's not stuff that once a year we do this or, or you know, every three months we do that. We do a lot of things. We have an incredible partnership that we've created with the KCS Angels. Chris, you're you're one of the stars, part of the Stars 517 team that goes over there every Friday. What's that experience been like for you? It's awesome. I mean, as when I was in high school, I had the great opportunity of being able to work with special needs kids and stuff like that. So being able to do that, 
on a different level and be almost like a role model to those guys is awesome. I mean, it's it's not it's something it's hard to explain. I mean, those guys they love you there and they to do. have that support there is it's it's unmatched. I mean, they really just want to be treated normal and it's it is you i mean you you've said awesome a few times and it is it's it's incredible if you if you were to be there when the 517 team walks in on friday mornings the the place just lights up and you see people running to to you guys like paul and and the rest of them that are giving out hugs and you know you'll ask paul how long he's been waiting for us to show up and he'll say something like you know i've been waiting for 36 hours for you guys to show up all day all day (laughs) and that really transcends a whole lot of things because that is providing something that is so much more than us uh, working on our io and things like that which we work on our io all the time right mo yeah can't hit fungos And the Stars team is going out on Sunday to work with the East Lansing Little League, and we'll be providing a clinic uh, coming up very soon for them. And that's for ages I, 8U to about 14U. Can you kind of speak on that when you get an opportunity to work with young kids? And I'll kind of wrap with you know how we ended up going to East Lansing's Little League. Yeah, um, last year we had um, the East Lansing Little League team come to one of our games, which was awesome to have them come out onto the field and get to warm up with us, which was really cool for them. I can, as they were, they all had all big smiles on their face. And then <laughs> I also got to talk to one of the dads of one of the kids, and I was able to really? get one of his phone numbers. And I still text him today. I keep him updated on how we're doing. I've been. They've been trying to come out to a I game. I know but, this. Yeah. But they've been trying to come out to a game, but they have not been able to yet. But yeah, I remember texting um, them like all last season. And my, one of my favorite moments when I was texting them and I totally didn't expect it is we were in Enid and we were playing Pro River and I had hit a home run that game. And I mean, I got a text from my mom and dad and that was all expected, but I got a text from him too. Yeah. And it was the longest one of them all <laughs> say saying all this stuff about the game and everything it was it was awesome to That's sweet i mean even though we fell short that game to come back on the bus and see that text it was it was awesome to see that yeah east lansing little league actually reached out to me last year and we we talked about this a little bit but they mm-hmm. they reached out with a really simple thing they wanted to know if we had any extra baseballs and it's a common question. I think you look at a college program and you're going to figure they've got a lot of baseballs. But if anybody really knows our backstory, we, we didn't really have a whole lot of baseballs. And we kind of managed together a couple buckets of some balls that were in pretty rough shape and, and some other team gear that was a little bit miscellaneous or mismatched or whatever and gave that to them. And, and it's funny because, you know, if you look at a college program and you're You've got some bad baseballs. You're going to have some people complaining about those and you give them to a little league program and it was, it was like gold to them. So it reminds me of a saying, you know, I, I felt bad because I didn't have any shoes, which I tend to have a few new balances, but I felt, I felt bad <laughs> because I didn't have any shoes until I met a man that didn't have any feet. And it, it you know, that perspective is super important perspectives incredibly important in the game of baseball as well because you know you can you can line out four times and be 0 for 4 for the day and that hurts your average and your on-base percentage and everything else but 
you know, if you have four barrels, that's the perspective that we drive in our program. And we try to, you know, because of the core values and being selfless, it's more important to put the egos away, drive for something that's more important, that's team oriented, uh, to, to have joy, to, to have happiness, uh, to not chase the right side of the scoreboard, but to chase standards. And we've been in some games where the offense has put up a lot of runs and the, the pitching staff has held the other opponent to not very many runs. And if we're chasing the right side of the scoreboard, we start getting a little lackadaisical. We start taking at bats off or innings off and things like that. But we try to, you know, really teach that we're competing against standards and we're competing against the game and that's it. And it's not about what name is on the opponent's jersey. We're competing against ourselves. We don't do a whole lot of scouting reports in our program. You don't see, you know, in our dugout a whole lot of things out there about the teams we're playing because we're more concerned about what we're doing and we're trying to be our best and we're not trying to beat the other team we're just trying to be our best and and if we do that and we've done that this year and we did it last year too we do that and we do that really well then the results pretty much take care of themselves and i i one of our podcasts i was talking to coach modaf and i said i don't this team might lose every game they play this year but I know that we're still going to have a lot of fun and the players are going to learn an absolute ton. And our coaching staff is going to be <laughs> learning a lot, too, because in life you're you're never staying the same. You're either getting better or you're getting worse. And that's a hard thing for people to think about. But if, if you're not getting better, you, you are getting worse. And in the game of baseball, it's the same thing. You can't you can't as a college athlete, you can't go just take the summer off and not swing or, or throw or whatever it might be, and then expect in the fall to join a roster again and be in a good spot, you know, it's just because you've gotten worse. Mm-hmm. And it might not have been intentional. You, you didn't want to get worse, but, you know, that's that's kind of what happens. And, you know, we see a lot of that in our program when, when we take time off, and that time off can be around the holidays or or anything else or the mandated times off that we have to have. And I know that's something that we stress, I mean, on the recruiting side alone, where high school kids are, are super excited to, to commit somewhere and they're happy to come here because they feel like this is the right fit to get them where they need to go. And they usually call me and they usually tell, call Coach Cutter. And I've been in on a couple calls with Coach Cutter where he stresses like, yeah, the congratulations, but the work is just beginning. And you know, really pushing, you know, when you, you need to be ready when you step in in the fall to, to play a part in this program. And, and it's the same with returners like, like you, Chris, where you know what it takes and you know, that, that summer in between the end of your freshman year to the start of your sophomore year, it's really what, two, two and a half months here. Right. And, but mm-hmm. that's pivotal. Like those eight weeks off or 10 weeks off, they can set you back months maybe maybe half a year right more more yeah absolutely you know i would i had a couple tv interviews over the last couple days and somebody one of the reporters asked me how important do you think it is to have kids that are multi-sport athletes and and what he was kind of getting at was hunter shaw kicked a game-winning field goal in high school Mm -hmm. to win a state championship and he wanted to know how important that was and 
in a lot of ways, competing at high levels is, is super important. That's one of the biggest things that you can do. If you're competing and dominating a certain level, then you need to start playing at a higher level so that you can be forced into those uncomfortable situations and those weird feelings. Um, but how important, were you a multi-sport athlete? I was. Do you think that helped you? Uh, I would say definitely. It was, I mean, having competition in other sports in different ways is huge. I mean, just being able to compete in general. Okay. What sports did you play? I played basketball. Okay. But basketball is a weird season for baseball players because it starts in the late fall and goes basically right up until baseball season mm -hmm. starts. So if you're not, you know, incredibly intentional about baseball as well, it's going to be pretty hard to put down a bat or stop throwing for those months that basketball season goes and then pick up that bat or baseball mm -hmm. and be good. Did, did you struggle with that at all? Um, I did a little bit. I found time towards the end of like basketball season to start swinging in cages and stuff like that with high school, with my high school coach, we would have like early practices like before the season with like four man team, like four mans. Okay. where we would practice so like during those times I was able to when did you know that you were going to play college baseball or that you wanted to play college baseball uh, I knew my whole life that I wanted to play college baseball really okay yes. and you're a division one commit where are you heading I'm going to western Illinois hey. go next baby neck Ooh. up yes yep. sir love that love that well was that a pretty hard choice um, it wa it wasn't a huge cho hard choice, but it definitely was um exciting choice. I was super excited to finally get the opportunity to play at the Division One level. Um, it wasn't something I had the opportunity to have in high school, so to be able to work for it and finally get that opportunity was awesome to get it. And you know, finally, kind of wrapping. That's the beauty of going to a great junior college program mm -hmm. your story and we have other stories in our program that's what makes it special here coach cuts corner is recorded live in the wlnz studios engineering and production assistance are provided by the dalian lowry thanks for listening and if you enjoyed today's podcast please share it and follow us on all the platforms of social media you can find more about our program at lccstars.com and donations to our baseball program can be made at the same site. See you next time. Push, push.